You're listening to She Well Read. Get ready to be part of a community that is dedicated to helping you become the most well-read version of yourself through reading. On this show, we hope to bring people together through shared experiences and provide a platform that promotes reading as a source of self-care while increasing your knowledge on various topics. Thanks for being here and let's get on to the show. Welcome to this bitch. <laughs> We're here. In her. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> oh, God. Um, anywho, welcome, well-read baddies, to another episode of She Will Read. I'm Alana. I'm Samra. And we're on our usual bullshit. <laughs> per usual. Okay, Phoebe. Like- I was like, you sound like Phoebe. See, really? You've been influenced. I've, I've been influenced. <laughs> Yes, I have. I'm so weak. Um, shout out! I like. <laughs> I was like, get into the chat <laughs> because that's what we, that's what you're looking at me like. Chapter. Well, <laughs> I'm glad you're ready. I'm ready to go now. I'll tell you what. Keeping all this in. Um, whoo! All right, shout out corner. Follow us everywhere at She Will Red. Hit us up on YouTube. We got a new subscriber today, and she even left a comment on our video. Shout out to her. Wait, what's her name? I know. I don't have my. I don't have my phone. Was it Eunice? Maybe. I want to start. It started with an E. E. It definitely started with an E. We got you next episode, girlie. Shout out to you. You're the best. You You are. It really. See, you see how excited we got. Like. Everybody, this is just this is our this is our Christmas present from y'all to us. It's to go leave yes. comments and subscribe to our YouTube channel and leave us some ratings, ratings, reviews. reviews. Because yes, our last review on Apple Podcasts. Well, we have several re- like star reviews, which yeah. I feel like that's the easiest one. So I feel yeah. it totally. But if you just have a second, yeah, write a written review. Yeah, per. the last one was from twenty 2020 twenty or twenty twenty one. I think it was twenty twenty one. So I was just like, oh, it's been a minute. It has been. A- we've gotten like, like you said, we've gotten more five star ratings since then. Yeah, but so no, shout like, out written. to y'all. Yeah, but write us a little written review. You know, if you got some, it can just extra be time. like they cute. Period. <laughs> That's it. Sure. It don't have to be long. It don't have to be long at all. So do that. Um, what else I got? Oh, supporting us through our affiliates and partner discounts. Yeah. Y'all know we are an indie show here, meaning everything comes out of our own pockets. Yes. Or if we get affiliate money or partnership money. But speaking of uh, affiliates, Liberal FM, shout out. Let me give it up. So it up. cute. I love like, the colors. Oh, see the back? I listen to books. Ooh. Ooh, wait, yeah. that's so cute. Is it fire? Love that. I'm going to give you yours. It's at the mailbox. Catch me next episode. I'm so weak. Uh, but thank you, Liberal FM, for sending us some shirts, some merch. Uh, you can actually... Can't talk. We have affiliates with Liberal FM and Cure. We have and part- Bookshop. And book- we do? Well, if you yeah, buy books right. through our bookshop, yes, we get a percentage of that. That Technically, that is an affiliate. That's T. And we're not supporting Amazon, so we love to see it. Um, and we have partnerships. We get discounts 15% off with Be Rooted mm-hmm. and Basic. So, you know, the holidays are coming up. It's time to start thinking of those Christmas presents. I've Let's get on it. i on my 
Same. Some for me, some for other people. Other people. Right. But yeah, they got a cute little selection. They really do. And I have to like, and D Rooted just um, dropped like their Christmas collection, which had oh, a lot of new stuff. I'm going to be broke. Um, Yeah. <laughs> There's some good stuff in there. There was like, trying to think of it there was just like stuff that i was like oh shit like i it's like things you were like oh i want one of those but mm-hmm. you never really look and you never really find it yeah but you found it yeah per so. love to see it so yes please support that is another you know more financial way to help us out over here we would really appreciate it everything's linked in the show notes in all of our bios every fucking where <laughs> so yes True. all right on to the copy break um, which I put this at the top. I'm glad you did. Because not us having a theme this week, low key, which is mental health. So trigger warning, we're going to be talking a lot about mental health this episode. It's about that time of the year. It is. And I was thinking that on the toilet before I came over here. I was like, it's literally that time <laughs> of the year. We're going to like, it's sad season. It's sad. It's sad to hear it. But you know what? Speaking of sadness. Mm-hmm. Tell me why the okay. other day I realized I've been low-key depressed, too. <gasps> no! Yes! I, I was, was literally going to say, I was like, damn, I've been seeing the, the signs of, like, creeping into it for me, too. And I'm like, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. But what's going on? I've been forgetting I'm high-functioning. So I'm mm. like, oh, I'm still, like, checking shit off my to-do list. Like, mm-hmm. I'm good. But yeah. then I think about, like, how I'm not getting out of bed, how I'm not mm. feeding myself, how I'm not, like, just don't have that oomph that like yeah. you need to get through the day and like get everything done. Yeah. And I don't know if it's a mixture of just being overwhelmed with my to-do list and like I don't know. The past I would just went through like this traumatic experience and I don't know. I felt like I was processing it during the experience, but mm-hmm. I think that the aftermath of like getting my life together mm. has been a lot and you know, I just need to take some more time for real to, like, give myself that love and affection. Yeah, because, bitch, you fucking went through it. Like, yeah, I, I'm I'm with you because afterwards, like, you were still, like, on it, on it, on we it, were, on like, it, on it. We were, in season. Yeah. We were about to be or something. We were in that. season. And, so like, there was no time. Yeah, this literally reminds me of the Poor Minds episode, literally, where oh, she was talking about, yeah. like, when... Her mom passed away and like you just keep going and like when Drea's dad passed away, you just but you have That's to crazy. take that time. Like it's really when you go, it doesn't have to be death, but like any type of traumatic experience, take that time to reconvene with your inner self and be like, Yes. And is everything if good? Not time, like in the moment, like mm-hmm. after the moment, don't forget about don't it. Don't forget about it. Yeah. Because it's sometimes like it will still linger, I think. Yeah. No, it will. And um So yeah. Anyway, I just had that moment and I was like, oh, like a lot of what I've been dealing with like makes more sense now. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it'd be sneaky, that mental sneaky. health stuff. And it it really, like, that's so much about what our chapter is about. Mm -hmm. The stuff that we're going to be talking about during the coffee break. So we're going to get into it. So this is your warning. Trigger warning. Trigger warning. First one, off rip. Uh, Oh, actually, this this one's not a trigger warning, but it's so upsetting still. Um... I saw the other day on Phoebe's freaking story. No, it's triggering. <laughs> she said no, it's triggering. This is triggering to me. Phoebe, newsflash. Phoebe and British Bake Off in real time are no longer together. R.I.P. R.I.P. You hate to, to see it. To our favorite overseas I couple. Know. 
Whatever you would call that. Right. Couple. Yeah. International couple. International couple. Yeah, I hate to see it. But Phoebe seems fine. Yeah. So. As long as you're good. Right. As long as, as you're long happy. As everyone's good. Mm. You know what I mean? But we, our hearts are going out to you, Phoebe. Because yes. we just learned this. So. Yeah. Yeah. So. Hearts go out to you, Phoebes. Um, okay. Now the real trigger warning stuff. RIP takeoff. I'm still like in shock. In shock, right? I was about to say like, damn. Yeah, because at the time of us recording this, like this all happened on Monday, uh, so like two days ago. Yeah, and we woke up to that. Literally a tweet Monday where it was morning. like, "See, this is why I don't need to look at my phone first thing," because yeah. like this. Ooh. And when I saw, I was like, "You've got to be another one." It's too much. It's too much. It's very, 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 very disheartening and so upsetting. And it's just like, black men do not need to die ever. And especially not, like, I don't know what was going on, but it's never worth someone's life. Ever, yeah. period. Yeah. And, you know, and also how desensitized we've become to all of this because of, like, the pictures of his dead body and videos circulating around the internet. It's like, one, what made you think that this was a great decision, first of all, to whip out your phone and record and, like, take pictures of all of this yeah, traumatic shit happening? Yeah, that's an, a period, though, because it's, like, I don't know. I don't know, like, what else you would be doing, but, like... Even if it was, like, for, for evidence, you could argue for evidence sake, like, if they were, like, cool with them or whatever, yeah. but then to post it on the internet, that's yeah, disgusting. That's yeah. fucking disgusting. Especially if they sold it to TMZ, which, is that what happened? I don't know how that happened, but fuck TMZ for that. if you were trying to get that. a profit off of this, like... Yeah, I mean, I guess TM, that's their whole shtick, but for the person who sent it in... Because these are still real people at the end of the day. Like, I saw the... I didn't see the press conference, but I saw the notes of the press conference that the police chief did, and he was like, I just got off the phone with Takeoff's mom like an hour ago, and like, y'all have to remember, Mm. these are still humans at the end of the day who have people who love them and are going to be grieving for them. Mm -hmm. And like, I can't even imagine. And he was so fucking young. That's the other thing. He was only 28. Mm-hmm. So shout out to I believe her name is Mia Dolph's uh, oh, spouse. Yeah, she was she was on Poor Minds. Yeah, and like her whole line about you know black men deserve to grow old. Like it was a word. It was a word. And even on the Poor Minds episode when she was like she wanted Dolph to be a part of that, mm-hmm. and he was like the way that I like if I'm gonna be a part of it, it has to be something big. Like I go out and like do everything big, and then like he was going to share her his ideas about what he wanted to do with it like right before he died and it's almost like that was and that was the thing that like shook the table for mm. that brand to be like not recognized but like even more looked at and people being like oh like we need to support this like da 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 and so it's just really it's mind fucking but it's also just so sad that that has to be what it is yeah for people to be like oh shit like this is a real problem especially in the rap community yeah because that's primarily where we're seeing it Mm -hmm. all these rappers getting killed for stupid shit Mm. i mean who knows what the background the context of it all like maybe there was some resentment from like six years ago but but it's still like that split second emotional decision because I don't know if you've seen this, but I did see this video that came out where it's like right before the gunshots went off and you can see Quavo was arguing with some dude and they were talking about like a basketball game or whatever. And Quavo literally said he was like, you know what, dude, like this isn't even worth it. Like 
let's go. Like to everybody else who was with That's him, he was great. like, let's, he was trying to walk away from the situation. And the dude swung at him. What? And that, like, a few seconds later after that, that's when you oh. heard the gunshots going off. Oh, God. So, it, something stupid. so quickly. It's yeah. like, you got your feelings hurt, so now you're going to fight him, and now y'all are going to... Just no. you have a gun doesn't mean, like, there is a time and place yeah, where for things. There and is a time and place for things. That's just not, that's not the it. time. Even just, like, how people are racing. Randall just oh. talked about that. Like, <laughs> yeah. In Birmingham. I don't know the exact word that he used, but like how people have been like exhibition driving, I think is what he called it. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that's what it was called. I just was like, they be racing. They be racing. In the fucking five points or Mm -hmm. whatever. And it is so dangerous. No, it is. They're just blocking the whole intersection. People are trying to drive. Like, yeah. People are trying to cross the street. People are drunk. Like, it's an area where, like, there are pedestrians. Right. And it's so dangerous. It scares me every time I see it. And so it's just like there is a place where you can do that, and it's called a racetrack mm-hmm. or a field, like, or a big ass parking lot. It's not supposed to be like, there's just, a, like I said, it's a time and a place. Exactly. It's simple. Like, it's stuff you learn as a kid, mm-hmm. and it's just like, let's remember these things. Right. But I think Please. it's I think it's also just like the culture and environment we're growing up in right now has like I hate to use this fucking word but normalized some of this yeah, shit. It has. Um like we've become very like it's For like sure. oh another rapper got shot and killed over some stupid shit. Well, let's see who's next. But it's like why is that the mentality that we're having we're being forced to live in right now? Mm-hmm. Um and just, I mean there's like so many other things you could like say about this too. Yeah. Like there's other topics that are like it's like it's almost like it's, what do you do yeah like you were saying kind of it's systematic yes it's very systematic from birth to like the time of you know when i whenever mm-hmm. the shit went down like right. there's been little nuggets and mm-hmm. yeah and moments where there could have been interventions but that's just not how the system's set up right so right it is just so unfortunate and it is you know thoughts and prayers oh god like I fucking hate to say that, but it's like it's real still. Yeah. Like, and then also that stuff is real. Yeah, to but like also his like, family, his yeah, friends. Maybe finding like, maybe we can look into um, just how ways to support. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, but it's and I hate to make it sound, but it's almost like these are rappers like who like have money to hire security for shit like this. It's like, what are we, what are we, I, but I see what you're saying. Like we could do stuff like, like on from our, or oh, just okay. like maybe in the community of Houston, if there's something for, yeah. Oh, you're know. talking about, right. Okay. So you're talking about right now. I'm talking like long, long term oh, issue oh. of in general, oh, but, but no, but what you're one. saying, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I can't wrap that one in a book. <laughs> but we we're we are gonna get to it in this chap this essay, some ideas that I saw. So yeah. we'll circle back. We'll circle back. Okay. Hey baddies, Lana here. Did y'all know that 75% of Americans are dehydrated? Cure hydration is an electrolyte drink mix with only plant-based, non-GMO ingredients. With four times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks. Cure restores balance to your body so you can operate at 100%. Use our code SHEWELLRED20 to get 20% off your first order. That's SHEWELLRED20 for 20% off at CureHydration.com. Uh, 
Um, next one is okay. Uh, this one was. Let's go. I've, I've done some research. I'm ready. Let's get into it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> coffee break. It's getting really deep on this coffee mm-hmm. break, but it's just been a crazy week and crazy month, and I don't yeah. know what. It's always this time of the year though, where shit starts to pop off. off. <laughs> Literally. You're right. Literally. Okay. Um, any mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So. I just wanted to say, because I know the Kanye rhetoric is very negative right now, and Mm -hmm. there is reason for it, and I totally, totally get why everyone's upset with him, Mm -hmm. but I wanted to come on here and say, even though I know we're not trying to give this man more energy, we need to have grace for him because he is a black man too and like we love to say protect black men and like situations like this happen and black men die and then we don't even cherish the ones that are here Mm -hmm. and like i said for a society that values mental illness therapy like we so push that stuff nowadays Mm -hmm. and yet those same people are speaking negatively on someone who is in the middle of a manic episode, to be quite honest. Mm-hmm. I'm not a psychiatrist, but I grew up with a mom with bipolar disorder, very hands-on experience for 18 years. Mm-hmm. And like everything that I see interview-wise from Kanye, it's like, he's not okay. Yeah, And I don't think it's cool for people to be piling on him at a time where he obviously needs an intervention a help Mm -hmm. and i'm just like where are the people that love him around him that are rooting for him that are like giving him a hug that are like being there for him without Mm -hmm. judgment Mm -hmm. because right now i feel like even his own family aka like kim who is his ex and i know there's been so much trauma throughout that relationship but i feel like when that's the the person you chose to have a family with Mm -hmm. you can't just leave them and and like i mean you can but i i really wish that i was hearing some more from kim like she has done that in the past of like guys he's not okay right now like Mm -hmm. please stop talking negatively about him and da 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 and like I don't know. I just think it's really sad the way we treat black men while they are on this earth. It's sad that they get killed, but like they're getting killed because of the way we like ignore them when they're literally crying out for help. And Mm -hmm. there's so many red flags and all we want to do is just cancel and cancel and cancel. And that's Mm -hmm. not productive. Yeah. No, I, I totally agree with what you're saying and where you're coming from. I think in the instance of Kanye, the flip side of what I also think about is like, Yes, Kim chose to have a family with this man and to support this. And she, like you said, she was. But I think also there's kids involved. Like, she can't pour everything into him. She still has to worry about these kids, too, and, like, what they're going through and what he's low-key putting them through with what he's doing and how he's acting. And so it's like someone can only, you can't expect someone, like, that's almost like that ride or die syndrome where it's like, where's enough enough? And when this person can choose themselves and their kids and be like, I still want to support you and get you help, but I can no longer, like, be, like, your your love partner right now. And I don't feel like she has to be a love partner. Yeah, or even, but even, but also, and I get, like, He's been having these manic episodes. And like you said, we're not psychiatrists. So, like, who knows? The manic versus the real shit where, like, maybe he does believe some of this shit that he's spewing out. 
Um, Could be. I just know that, like, when my mom was manic, there are so many things that she said that, like, you can't take seriously. Yeah. And and I was reading an article about because I was like, because I was wondering, I was like, do we know for sure that he's, like, clinically diagnosed? And then I looked and I was like, okay, yes, it's been, like, he clinically came out and was, like, has bipolar disorder. That man has Yeah, like, because, you know, but there's times where we're, like, people do bat shit shit and I we're, know, like, you're fucking mental, but, like, we have no idea. That's but, what I'm saying is, yeah. like, I get calling someone a bad person when they're just straight up a bad person, mm-hmm. but when someone is diagnosed with psychological, psychiatric issues mm-hmm. their brain is not in the same place that we're at when we're looking at him and we're like you're crazy yeah and i read some so like there was like a bunch of psychiatrists and like whatever whatever wrote like articles of, like on kanye and like what's happening right now and they were like there's a difference between showing this man empathy because he is looks like going through a manic episode and psychotic break and like saying that his behavior is okay. Like, those two don't go hand in hand, necessarily. Yeah, and like sure. And they were also saying, which I didn't know, that, like, when you're in a manic episode, like, you could have these deep-rooted thoughts that, like, you not in an episode, it's, like, not as boisterous and loud about. But then when you're in a manic, it's, like, times 1,000. So that's where it's, like, low-key, he really might believe some of this shit he's saying, which, like, makes it wrong. And I feel like... Especially because you said it like a few episodes ago where it's like these celebrities like who have mental health and like whatever. They have more access than we do to resources and services that could actually get them help and get them better. But the thing about about this disorder and specifically is Mm -hmm. that part of the disorder is you not accepting you have the disorder. Right. And not accepting help. But then at what point is it like everyone around you who love you who is tried everything they can but like you're choosing not to get help because at the end of the day it's still your choice so like what are we supposed we can't make you do anything that's true and it's like that's true i'm actually on team even though i have i have controversial because you know he's been dropped for all this anti-semitic language that he's been spewing out which is wrong and like i think is a good thing and i advocate for because until you can feel something Mm. of like this is not okay and we're gonna show you just how much this is not okay and you start to feel that hurt you're like like that may be the wake-up call he needs to be like oh shit like maybe maybe i need to like yeah need to get some help which he did like even though it was like a backhanded, what did he ab- say? It was bad. He apologized. He, he attempted. But didn't he say some? He said some, he said, some others. Right, know, right, yeah. right, right. And so then at that point, it's like, but but uh, I do have this. Like he was saying a bunch of negative. And this, there's so many TikToks on this now. But he was saying all of this negative shit about black culture and like all this stuff, and nobody wanted to like cancel him them. But the minute he does like anti-Semitic shit, that's when they're like, oh. Nope, can't do it. Da, 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 da. Now everybody wants to drop him. So, like, that's a whole it's separate thing. It's not directly thing. affecting them when it's about black people. Right, no. And also, a lot of black, just racism has been normalized. Right. To an extent. Like, Where so they're like, they're like, yeah. You know, I mm-hmm. totally, I don't know, it could be the, uh, the amalgamation of all of it together. That's what I'm telling myself. So, I don't have to go down that road because that's a dark road to right. go down. Right, right, right. Um, it's like it's still wrong either way at the end of the day but, but I swear to God there have been so many times that doctors have said if your mom goes down the deep end one more time after this we have to 
forever put her in an insane asylum. Mm. There have been so many times. And every time we have prayed for her, we have like been there for her, we have nursed her back to health, and she has always come back on the other side. And I'm so grateful because every time they said that, like my heart would break as a mm-hmm. kid. I'm like, yeah. That's my mom. Like, right. I don't care how beyond help she is. Mm-hmm. Wh- she's going to be okay. And thank God my grandma had that same energy because mm-hmm. she was the only one, like, really on that side, too. Right. My dad personally, in my opinion, doesn't have, like, the most positive outlook on mental health because he didn't have to grow up with it. Mm-hmm. So he, you know, I think if we, it was up to him, like, it could have easily gone a different way. Mm-hmm. And it's just like you cannot give up on people when they have mental illness like I know we do it we do it's been normalized and that's why there's so many homeless people and like they're beyond help right but Mm -hmm. it's like no one's beyond help and the minute we start like desensitizing ourselves to this stuff and we're just like well you can only fuck up so many times it's like very giving our like justice system it's Mm. giving so many things and like i just feel like black men need grace more than anything i think so too i agree with you but then i'm gonna have to agree to disagree on some because i there is there has to be a line somewhere like i just and again we don't know kanye we don't know his situation like your mom like y'all were able to like you said help her and like nurture her and like he could be getting the same support in times 10 and it still not be enough that's true so it's like you can only do so much you have to be able to create that boundary for sure and so and i i agree like not everyone is beyond help but there are some people who are beyond help yeah that's fair enough like you like there just is like as sad and as much as we don't want that to be true i feel like making that i feel like the issue is doing it too quickly like cutting someone off too quickly like two chances you're like oh nope that's it but you know and it also depends on what were those two instances what happened so it's just yeah i think it's very circumstantial yeah. very situational that's true it totally is um, it's no it's not a one size fits all yeah I, I, and even bipolar by it's not a one it's size fits all yeah because my mom's is different than his and like you know i can say what i know about what i know mm-hmm. but i really don't know his situation right which is like that. mental health as a whole like you can say what you want like I can say what I want about my anxiety but that is not the same experience for your anxiety and how it affects you and like what gets you out of your depressive episodes may not get me out of my depressive episodes that's so true so at the end of the day like as much of a struggle and as hard as it is like this is again why we advocate for therapy so much on this show and especially for black men especially for black men but yeah I like I have I have grace for Kanye, but it only goes so far. Fair enough. That and yeah, that's what I'll say on that. That's all I have to say. Too. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> um, but speaking of, okay, Yvonne Orgy, from Mo- y'all might know, also known as Molly from Insecure. I just Love like Molly. I had started her HBO comedy special, which I didn't even know she was a fucking comedian. I did, but I have never watched a special. I I finished her special today because the first time I started watching it, I drank some wine and fell asleep. (laughs) (laughs) But then I finished it today because I was like, oh, this is perfect for what we're talking about. Um, It, 20 out of 10. Like, she's my new favorite comedian. 
Like, I want to go to the next show. She's go. so good. Yeah, I she's so good. I want to read her book. I want to put it on the list of potential books that y'all get to vote for for next season. I'm down. I'm down. Because Bamboozled by Jesus, I got to read it. Me uh, no, too. how Bamboozled. It's, it's like how Jesus bamboozled me into my like perfect life or something like that. <laughs> and I like. She's so I, funny. She is. And so her special talks, she talks a lot about therapy because she's Nigerian. Okay. Um, Heard that. Yes. I actually listened to her podcast. I don't know if it's still on, but mm-hmm. that's how I like learned she was a comedian and that she mm-hmm. had a book and all that stuff. And that she's from Nigeria because she's with another woman from Nigeria and they're mm-hmm. just like. I think it's Esther, her bestie. I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Probably. They, they just literally talk about whatever they want to that relates to like being um Nigerian. Nigerian American. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> I was like, I think this is where she's going with that. <laughs> but yeah, it was just and she talked about um the hypnotherapy. It's not hypnosis, but it's like called what I wrote it down. EMDR therapy, which I'm gonna start doing. I was wondering what that was it's i talked about it like a while ago but it's like it's like hypnosis but it's not hypnosis it goes like deeper into like your inner self it's more like it's not like they're controlling yes okay yes exactly Mm -hmm. and like therapists have to be like specially certified to do that type of therapy which my therapist is shout out to dr griffin she's so good she is (laughs) like i was because i had looked into it and i was talking to her about it she's like i got it wow right here (laughs) is it a thing there's like i don't know it's like this bar looking thing I don't know. I'll let you know once I do it. <laughs> but y'all need to go watch that HBO special. It's so good. I just found it because I was looking for something to watch. And yeah. I was wanting to laugh. And I was like, this looks cool. Well, there you go. <laughs> and that's all she wrote. Which, Yvonne, I'd love to have you on the show. She liked my she liked my original tweet. And she responded to me. So oh. if we Yay. have Molly from Insecure on the Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. We are having Molly we from are. Insecure. Yvonne. Yvonne, mm-hmm. how do you say her last name? Orgy. No. But like Orgy? <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I, I even like YouTubed how to pronounce her name because I was like, I don't want to fuck it up, but like I'm pretty sure that's how you orgy. say it. Orgy. I'm just going to start saying Orgy because Orgy. I'm so weak. No, All I'm right. Kidding. I would never do that. <laughs> I've been through enough with my name. I'm so weak. Hey, Well Red Baddies. I'm here to tell y'all about our partner, Basic. They are a woman-owned, slow fashion shop here in Birmingham, Alabama. With an ethos centered around people on the planet, they stock only ethically made apparel and lifestyle goods for folks who care about where their stuff comes from. In honor of humans everywhere, Basic donates 5% of their profits to groups fighting for human rights. They also frequently partner with other organizations working to create a more just and equitable society. Exclusively for our well-read baddies, you can use the code HEYGIRL15 exclamation point for 15% off your first order online or in store. That's HEYGIRL15 exclamation point for 15% off. Okay, now let's get into, get, not me and lip thinking poor minds, get into the bed. Hey, the bed, hey. 
<laughs> when you listen to too much poor mind. I hope it's so weak. Okay, but let's get into, into the, the chapter. chapter. We were doing so well. Can we practice this off camera? Because yeah. I'm not very good. I'm so, I was listening to Black Girl Flow, and I was like, I'm so jealous of the fact that Liv and Lex can do that in harmony in the beginning. Like, welcome it was to the Black Girl Flow. I it was, was like, effortless. <laughs> Today's essay is self-care is not a candle and therapy is not a notebook. How we are doing the most and the absolute least at the same damn time. This was, yeah. <laughs> she said something. Right she said there. this is at all of you. <laughs> because everyone does this. Real freaking talk. She drops so many gems mm-hmm. in this chapter. Mm-hmm. So basically, y'all, we're talking about you go to Target, right? Because you need a little bit of self-care mm-hmm. and to treat yourself. I mean, treat yourself, that's real. But you need a little bit of self-care. So you buy yourself a little notebook and a little candle. And you feel that, like, energy, that energy, that what's the, serotonin, that boost of serotonin. That part. But then you're still not dealing with the real issue. Of whatever it it is. That's the pill we don't want to swallow. And that's been, that word I hate, normalized. Yeah. In this whole, like, self-care community. And it's been, like, of course, capitalism took over. Yeah, they love doing that. Mm -hmm. They do (laughs) do love to take over. But, okay, so, uh, like Samra said, there's so many gems. And the first one, well, of many, is on 272 where she says, the point is self-discipline is hard and accountability is harder. Yeah, and I loved that. Same. And made me think <laughs> made me think about, you know, I said I started walking, right? Yeah. Well. <laughs> I feel you. I, I, in my defense, I started my period yeah. and it was really intense. Oh, yeah, I remember. I was dying. It was, yeah, you couldn't have done that. Mm-mm. And so I was like, this week I was like, okay, but I'm going to get back into it. <laughs> I love the energy. But then I fucked up my sleep schedule. Um, so then, and then it was like a trickle effect. And then I was like, next week. It's so, it's just like life does not stop life. Being. It doesn't, ever. And so you could have a good week and you're like, I'm on top of the world. Mm-hmm. I'm so healthy. I am taking care of myself. We're thriving. I feel better than I've ever felt. And mm. then, I don't know, yeah, something, something hits the fan and then you're just like, well, I don't have time today. And then it turns into another day. Mm. And yeah, and then you just want some quick fix. So you mm-hmm. go and get a candle or right. whatever. And mm-hmm. A Starbucks. Yeah, or take a <laughs> mental health day. You know? Right. Which like, yes. Honestly, take, fair. Right, yeah. fair. But we got to get deeper into there. We like, can't, yeah, we can't just sit at the top mm-hmm. because this is really where the capitalism is. Yeah. This is the fun stuff of like, face mask and yeah she literally talks about that and like how she was talking about it with a friend and all of a sudden she started seeing all of this stuff on like oh, her Instagram yeah how they're That's watching us so true it is though. so true though scary but mm-hmm. I like how she's like I just could never be off the grid like that though yeah like just completely just because I as much as I'm like ooh, you know it would be nice to unplug and like there's just kind of a point where I'm like no, I don't think I would ever, like, have an actual, well, let me not speak too soon, but I don't know if I could really be completely, like, out of the way 
on a farm, spotty Wi-Fi, like... Yeah, I don't I don't think I could either. I like the luxuries of life and I appreciate mm-hmm. that she points out that like it's okay to indulge mm-hmm. because that is part of I think caring for your maybe not. Sometimes some of it sometimes. But I do think it's about balance. So if yes. you've been super heavy on like working hard and you know grinding it out and being on top of everything and you know you may need to like tip the scale by just like you know like we Mm -hmm. do take mental health day yeah and just lay down the entire day you know that is not wrong i don't think that it should be seen as like a bad thing or anything so i'm glad she like points out like it's kind of a double-edged sword Mm -hmm. of knowing what you need when you need it again time and place Mm -hmm. and having that discipline to kick yourself in the butt when you really need to is Mm -hmm. it's so it's so hard i have to say it is very hard (laughs) especially that motion stay stay in motion bitch (laughs) but i was gonna say especially when you're someone who deals with mental health struggles and like have anxiety and depression and like Mm. makes it 20 times harder to do those things and you get on yourself about it 20 times harder but the weird part is that if you're on top of those things it'll only make it better Better. so it's this awful weird cycle Mm -hmm. of like i don't have the energy or the strength mentally to do this right now but But i know if i do then i'll feel better tomorrow Mm -hmm. but then i would have to feel some type of way today and it's just like we're always choosing the gratification Mm -hmm. racing towards gratification it's me she was really (laughs) calling me out Mm -hmm. yeah but because it's just especially like us we've gone through trauma we're just like i don't want to go through no more shit (laughs) like i just want to get to the good part that's such a good point of like not being because at the same time it's like we should also so much of i think being down on yourself like can be countered with gratitude Mm -hmm. and it's like hard to be in that headspace when you're feeling like shit literally but it all it really all works together Mm -hmm. i want to be at a point one day where i can just exist like at a steady you know what i mean i don't Mm want to have as many ups and downs like personally i feel like that would be success to me (laughs) like that's what success looks like yeah yeah but i do like how fuck i keep using this i'm gonna title this fucking episode this word normalize because we a lot of people and celebrities included have come out these people that we look up to and be like oh my gosh like that's the goal or like i want to get like them one day or like yeah people who we look up to but they go through that same shit it's almost comforting yeah because when you're in it you're like like oh this is just me like i'm not gonna like get to where i want to be because of it like this is like my hindrance Mm -hmm. and my anchor but really it's like nah bitch we all going through this but here's how we get through it yeah that's the thing and i feel like that's so much the reason of yeah like why i'm just trying to get comfortable in the shit show because i'm realizing Mm -hmm. like it's never gonna be calm if you have like a moment of calm like it's either like curated so that you could have this moment of calm Mm -hmm. when it comes to adulthood or it's just like naturally going to be all over the place always forever and ever yeah so that's why i'm really trying to get a handle on this stuff but it's 
crazy. It is really Especially crazy. when everyone is pushing this narrative like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. on you of like, just, well, that self-care is going to fix things. Right. Or even like on the bottom of 273, um, she quoted this article and it says our focus is shifting away from the actual self, our bodies, minds and spirits and toward data about the cells. Because Ooh, she talks about like how we real. have like I everything like yeah. iPhones, I, uh, Apple watches and whatever Health the fuck. Apps. Yeah. And I, I I was like, I fall into this category. Like, I love being able to close all three of my I rings. <laughs> I was like, this bitch loves data. She's it's- literally a data mm. analyst. She you was know. bound to fall into this trap. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh, I beat my exercise ring today. <laughs> and she's a skinny girl. <laughs> no, but yeah. I'm, it's very motivating. <laughs> I feel like it's good, but mm. I do It's see not the end all be all. Yeah. You could like have the greatest stats and still be like feeling terrible at yeah. the end of the day. Yeah. But here's the but thing. But on paper, yeah, you're doing great. Bitch, you're doing a good job. Bitch, you're doing a good job. That's literally me when I close all three rings. <laughs> I mean, that's a good way to do it. I don't have an Apple. I've never, I don't fall into this category, mm-hmm. but it's so much, I feel like, easier to focus on the numbers than to get to, like, the deep-rooted issues that you're facing yeah and it's good that you pointed that out because me saying all this normalized shit she literally talks about it on 276 and she says we're screaming at the top of our lungs about how we're reclaiming our lives and taking care of ourselves but i'm starting to question whether any of us actually believe that yeah because she was talking about you know how hashtag self-care was trending so hard and it's like that's what everybody wa- like that's a new trend that's it what is. everybody wants to talk about it's trendy. which it's like it is important. And I, again, she talks about it a lot. The balancing act of the chapter. Mm-hmm. Essay. Um, essay. But at the same time, there's been so many companies have just used it so much to their advantage where it like takes, it's sucking out the good of it mm-hmm. and focusing less on like the actual work that needs to be done. So true. And more of like, oh, here's like a little gratification that'll help get you through. Yeah, for today. For today. And then you're going to have to get another one and mm-hmm. another one. and Capitalistic tramp. It's also such a good point that she made. I mean, she's making it throughout, but I mm-hmm. there was a part on the page before on 275 mm-hmm. that I wanted to read. Okay. Okay, so <laughs> writer Shayla Love ruminates on this conundrum of, like, this whole self-care, commercializing itself and, like, whatever. Mm-hmm. In her 2018 Vice.com article, The Dark Truths Behind Our Obsession with Self-Care. And it's a little bit of what you said about the hashtag and how many posts on Instagram were, like, like, why do we have to take a picture of it? Yeah. I get it because we're just those types of people at this aesthetic. point. It's the aesthetic <laughs> of it all. But, like, that's not the point. Right. You know? Yeah. It's not about what other people are doing or how they view you. It's about you. It's, like, mm-hmm. your self-care. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but she says, it's kind of a tease about the health care that we are lacking and are desperate for. You can't actually treat an anxiety disorder with a bubble-up bath or a meditation app. And the su- supposition that you can is a dangerous one. 
if we lived in a world where we were being properly taken care of, would self-care have the same appeal? Mm. And I just was like, well, there you go, because it's like systemic. I can't afford therapy because I don't have health care, but I can afford a bubble bath or a subscription to this meditation app that's mm-hmm. five ninety nine a month. So like, OK, this is my therapy. This is my self-care. But right. it's like it's like it's not really, really, really hitting the the main thing. And what I have taken away from this chapter at this point, which I've always been like healthcare for all, but at this point I'm like, first we need mental health care for all. But it's like, but I think the argument is like mental health care is health care. So then health care for all, like mental health falls into that. But you're saying more like at the forefront. At the forefront. Mm. And even within, like you're saying, like the the met the health how <laughs> uh, mental health care is health care. That <laughs> mental health care is health care. Like it's really not the fact that we have to say that is crazy to me. Mm. I didn't realize. I should have realized, but I didn't have the statistics. The stats on two seventy seven. Yeah, about crazy. The fact that only fifty five percent of psychiatrists accepted health insurance, compared with eighty nine percent of other special doctors, specialist doctors. Yeah, I didn't and even that know that was a thing. Explains why it was so hard for me to find a therapist when I was in my time of need, and I was mm-hmm. like on the bottom of the barrel, and I was just like. Somebody please talk to me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was calling, like, my dad and, like, being so upset with his response to me when he was just like, you sound crazy. And I'm like, Damn. okay. And then, you know, I'll go to the free therapy clinic and they're like, well, they straight up told me I need to be admitted into, like, a psychiatrist oh, yeah, institution. Yeah. They're like, you have an eating disorder. I was like, no, I don't. Actually, yeah. And I that's- was like, this is dangerous that you're telling. I was like, I have a full-time job. Like, I can't just take six months off and admit myself into this space. But, like, some people do need to do that. Like, some people are at that point where, but like, let's that's let's be the- honest. We're not in a place, like, our there's that's no right there's no yeah like, yeah if you do have to do that i was just watching this show on netflix it just came out or movie and it's called bad nurse i think oh i did see that so no, like, i didn't see it but so i saw it good it's really good um okay. but she literally has a heart coronary disease of Embolism? some sort i don't think so my Grey's anatomy knowledge coming in i don't know <laughs> The blind lead the blind. Some, but she basically had blisters on her heart. Mm. And so she was having a lot of issues because she was about to have like a stroke. And mm-hmm. she was like on the verge of having like every, her, the doctor was like, you can't work. And she was like, I have to work because I don't have health insurance. And I have to wait four more months because I just switched into this new job and they make you be there a year before they give you health insurance. Which is fucking ridiculous, but keep going. Insane. And that's like stuff you have to calculate into. It's like not even as simple as just like, oh, I got a new job. It's like so many underlying things that you're like supposed to do along with. Anyway, but like she was at work literally being a nurse when she's the one that needed to be nursed mm. and she was just pushing and pushing and pushing until she, sorry guys, I didn't even say spoilers, but spoiler alert, but like she, the doc, she was like, I can't quit my job. Like I have a kid who's relying on me yeah. and it's just, we're putting these like impossible situations. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, where and you feel no like you one there. Yeah, you like it's not just that you feel like you don't have a choice. You don't you have a choice. Don't. Yeah, you're not given like, proper access to a choice. I need right, which uh, I was like you. Like the fact that they didn't even accept insurance, and then as someone who works in insurance, um, I know that like. It's just because, like, some people just don't feel like even dealing with the third, like, the middleman, which is the insurance company. Huh. Uh, which, to me, is low-key kind of a selfish decision. Yeah, that's lame. Right. And I don't know. It all just it all just trickles down once again. And, and you know, all of these politicians, like, when you the shooting in Uvalde happened at the elementary school, Greg Abbott got up there and was like, yeah, this is mental health, and da, 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 which, yes, but there's, like, so many other fucking issues. A lot. But, like, they're loving to just throw mental health on everything, and it's almost like... A cop-out. A cop-out and, like, desaturating the word and the meaning mm. and, like, not using it when it actually needs to be used. I don't know. I mean, I feel like it's fair to use it, but... Yeah, it's, it's fair to use it, but it can't be a cop-out, like you said. I think as long as they're going to use it, they need to be, like... Doing something. Yes, exactly. that's where I was... Yes, that's where I was it's going like, with you it. you can say it's mental health all you want, but, like, if it's this bad, what are what are y'all doing? What is the government doing to make, obviously, therapy accessible for everyone? I think it would actually, in the long run, like, do a lot more mm-hmm. than it would cost because right. think about like all the deaths and uh, you know what I mean? Right, but I love how she points out about the Black Panther movement and Audre Lorde mm, who... I didn't know this. I didn't know this stuff either, but like who were community leaders who were advocating not only for, which is like my biggest takeaway from the chapter, not only worrying about mental health and healthcare for yourself, mm-hmm. but for your community around you and actually that. advocating for yes. not just you, but everybody else. Even if that just means you and your significant other or you and your significant other and your kids and your mom and whoever. Cause it like, we're always, or at least I'm always saying like, where does it start? That's where it starts. Like this essay gave me so many answers to stuff that I've been like, Oh fuck! Like yeah, like simple shit, but not so simple sometimes. It's, it's just not as easy as it should be. That's true. And but it has to start somewhere. Yeah, that's real. So, which is why I'm glad our generation is taking mental health so much more seriously and like believing people. Yeah. Than in the past and how it was more stig. I mean, it is still stigmatized, but like it was way more stigmatized back then, and like people didn't even believe you, or like want to uh, give you help. Yeah. You know what I mean. Is- yeah different time but yeah and i love how she talks about it and that reminded me of you know businesses doing the same thing you know how all these businesses love to say like we're coming into the community and we're gonna help and revitalize and yeah but like there's only a select group that are actually doing it like slutty vegan how they opened in woodlawn and are like pouring back into the woodlawn community or like wherever like they that's, build i love that restaurants yeah. right like that's, that's just that's real. the type of shit i can get behind yeah it's like if you're in a position where you can help people why aren't you right that's how i feel about all the billionaires who i feel like if you're a billionaire honestly you should create a foundation and just give free health care health insurance to people i mean like why not do actionable things do actionable things because people love like going to like their charity balls and like right you know what i mean like mm-hmm. it's almost like a flex it's like yeah self-care shouldn't be a flex Helping others shouldn't be a, a flex. And mm-hmm. I love, I agree, like, this whole, like, idea of the Black Panther Party pushing community and, like, looking out for each other. I feel like that's really the only way things get done because mm-hmm. 
as much as we should vote, you also can't leave your life in people's hands that you don't know. Mm, facts. You no, know? that's real. So it's kind of a little bit of both, but I definitely think the emphasis should be mm. more on the community. Right, right. Because that's, that's where you can you have see a, every day. Right, and that's the one you can have a direct impact into. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, there's another quote on 281 that I wanted to point out. She says, caring for myself is not self-indulgence. It is self-preservation, and that is an act of political warfare. Mm, that was Facts. so beautiful. I was like, that's deep. All I was right, like, I'm taking a mental health day tomorrow. <laughs> not tomorrow. Yeah, this is a resistance. Um, so, <coughs> oh, God. Are you Bitch, okay? I'm joking. <laughs> Are you okay? Drink some water. Okay. You good? Okay. Um, I'm just going to call out a few other quotes that I really like from this chapter. Uh, 282, rewarding oneself is not the same as taking care of oneself, which we talked about that. Oh, my gosh. Are you okay? Yeah, I was just choking. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to let you get yourself together. Um, Oh, this one. Any escape behavior can be used in excess from shopping to eating to to sex. Y'all know I felt that shopping one. Mm-hmm. And also this one, doesn't growing and changing require some pain as well? Like, uh. self-care is meant to be like this, like you said, oh, bubble bath, that face mask. Like, it's easy. But grow- growth is not easy. Yeah, and we shouldn't make it out to seem easy. Because mm-hmm. you really do get disappointed when you're like, damn, this shit's hard, and then you right. give up. And then you give up, you're right. Like, I'm supposed to be... Like, she's over here with a blanket and damn candles. <laughs> and I have to be up at 7 a.m. to work out. Right. But it all goes together. It all goes together. It's all moving pieces. And she also says, to me, true growth doesn't exist without the breaking of the old and rebuilding it into something different and new. That's how I feel about the system. Mm. I mean, but right, right. Uh, Speaking of the system on 287, she says, when people constantly encounter a system that doesn't believe them and won't use its resources to help them or spend the time necessary to find the most effective solution for bettering their mental health, and most important, when people are unable to afford mental health care, of course they are going to look for solutions they can easily apply to their lives. Hence, notebooks, candles, blankets, etc. It's easier, it's affordable, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? You don't have to go through some third-party right. health insurance company. You can go to your local Target. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's why... That's why they're making money off of us. Yeah. So before you buy that another notebook, mm-hmm. when you haven't finished the first notebook you bought, right, and it's just got a pretty cover, like think right. about who you're supporting, mm-hmm. and then send that money somewhere else. Like be rooted. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, no. So like I don't know. I have no idea. But who yeah. out here is doing mental health work? That's who we need to be given that. The people money who are to. doing good mental health work. Yeah, it's also. not just anybody. Doing not just it. anybody. Because like we talked about in our interview with Javazia Bowser, which if you have not gone to check that out yet, go check it out. Great stuff on that one. Um, but we talk about all these organizations who are like, oh, we're doing all these great things. But like you look up their overhead costs. And see the per- the actual percentage of the money that's going to what you're putting it in for. It's ridiculous. It's fucking ridiculous. Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay. For a nonprofit, they really be profiting. Exactly. Mm. 
with that, this is the last one I got on um, 290. She says, these efforts tend to be labeled as virtue signaling. And while there is some of that, there are equally as many, if not more, people who genuinely want to contribute to the collective, but not but might not know how to get started. That's real. Like, literally, I was just saying, I don't even know who to donate to. Right. Like, what the real thing to donate to is. There's so many good resources on Instagram and on Mm -hmm. social media, but even then, it's still hard because they don't have, like, a ton of profit to just spread the word. And oftentimes, they're using the money instead of spreading the word. They're using it to actually affect change and not spreading the word, which is great. Right. But then we don't know about them. So... I'm going to take some time to look up like a list of mental health resources. You know what I mean? And share those. Um, And if y'all have any, comment them down below. Send us an email. Shewellread at gmail.com. DM us. Mm -hmm. All the things. Yeah. Um, But final thoughts to wrap up this essay. We greater than I. I think it was a big takeaway. And also, let's get radical. Ooh. Let's get some shit popping. Oh, yeah, y'all just uh, send us a location <laughs> where you're trying to pop off and we'll show up. And as long as you're playing for the flights, we will show up and we will pop off with and you. And show out. I'm so weak. All right, but next essay is 4C Girl Living in Anything But a 4C World, <laughs> The Disrespect. That is real. That is very real. It's and this giving is, Halle Bailey. It is giving Halle Bailey. But this has also been real in another great episode. New- she has dreads that's hot <laughs> okay bitch <laughs> we gonna see y'all next time i'm alana i'm samra bye